0: welcome to the purple butterfly podcast i am danielle turner licensed clinical social worker self-care advocate best-selling author and your host of the purple butterfly podcast this is a weekly wellness podcast i created to help you learn tricks tips and tools for self-care mental health and overall wellness in order to help you achieve a happy and healthy life of clarity and balance. Self-care is not selfish, it is necessary. That is why I am here to help you get back on track and back into the game with lessons learned, tips, education and knowledge from my amazing guests. So sit back and relax as we take a journey into the purple butterfly. Welcome to the Butterfly Corner. This is Danielle. In the Butterfly Corner, I give you tips, tools, ideas, and education on the topic of the week. This week, I talk with Henry Gaskins, Certified Health and Life Coach, about his journey of being diagnosed with diabetes and taking control of his health with limited use of medications. According to Healthline.com, diabetes is an umbrella term for multiple conditions that cause dysfunction and the body's ability to metabolize glucose, secrete insulin or both. Not everyone is different when it comes to our health and what works for one person may not work for the other. So make sure that you are doing what is best for you, your health and working with your medical providers. I looked up some stats on diabetes in African-American, especially with men to educate myself and thought I would share what I learned. According to the American Diabetes Association, the prevalence of diabetes in non-Hispanic Blacks is 11.7% versus only 7.5% in non-Hispanic whites. Among non-Hispanic Black Americans in 2018, the prevalence of diabetes was 13.4% in Black men versus 12.7% in Black women. In addition to having higher rates of diabetes, Black Americans are also more likely to experience complications from having diabetes. End-stage renal disease due to diabetes is also 2.6 times more prevalent in Black Americans than non-Hispanic white Americans. Type 2 diabetes is reported to be more common in African Americans due to genetics, health factors like obesity and socioeconomic factors there are however some things that you can do to decrease your risk of diabetes weight management eating healthy balanced meals exercising regularly stress management and staying on top of medical appointments and having regular checkups so listen in as henry gives us his blueprint on what he has done to take back control of his health remember self-care is not selfish Have a great day on purpose and add some self-care to jazz up your day. Be a part of the Purple Butterfly community that has been created to help support women with self-care by becoming a sponsor. We have sponsorship packages available that will help increase your business visibility. If you are looking for a partnership with a team approach that will further grow your business while helping your customers learn the value of self-care, A sponsorship with the Purple Butterfly Podcast is what you need. For more information on sponsorship opportunities in order to be a guest to discuss your field of expertise in self-care, email me at podcast at interviewllc.com. All right, good morning. So today I have Henry Gaskins, Certified Health and Life Coach and founder of Chrysalis Transformation Coaching Services, LLC. He helps his clients get their weight, glucose, and BP numbers down. That's correct, right? Absolutely. Okay. Henry also has a weekly Facebook podcast that is replayed on his YouTube channel, Crush Your Mountain, where you will find helpful and inspiring stories and information on health, wellness, and personal growth. Welcome, Henry, to the podcast. I greatly appreciate you being a guest today. Well, thank you. When I saw that I had the
1: opportunity to be on the purple butterfly, (laughs) it was perfect because a chrysalis is the shell in -hmm. which the butterfly transforms into itself. Mm -hmm. It's just uh, serendipitous.
0: Right? It was meant to happen. (laughs) (laughs) So talk to us about your journey with your healthcare. So I know you went to a medical provider they said you had high blood pressure and was pre-diabetic and like, hey, Mr. Henry, here's a bunch of medication,
1: have at it. <laughs> yeah, you know, and here's the challenge. Okay, and I'll let everyone know this. Every one of us has the same experience. Mm-hmm. We go to the doctor, we wait for half an hour. Mm-hmm. He shows up, spends 15 minutes with us, mm-hmm. takes our medication, maybe take our vitals, but mm-hmm. if the nurse hasn't done that yet. Then he says, this is where you are. This mm-hmm. is where you're going here's your medication uh-huh. have a great day. See you next time. Exactly. Well, here's the challenge with that. What they're doing is they're looking at symptoms mm-hmm. and treating the symptoms. And what people don't understand is when the doctor tells you, like they told me, you know, you're pre-diabetic and you have high blood pressure, all right? They didn't tell me why. Mm. And in all honesty, when you, to look at me it wouldn't really, they would say, well, you look healthy. Right, right. And so, you know, I, I do my lift, I lift, weights, I lift weights for years and things like that. And so then I said, well, they, they said, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to give you some insulin. We're going to give you metformin and uh, you don't have to worry about it. We'll just treat it and we'll, we'll be able to manage. You can have a happy life until you die. You know. <laughs> and so I said to myself, well, wait a second. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm the type of individual that believes very strongly in the fact that there are always options. Mm-hmm. There is never a dead end. Mm-hmm. Even if you run, come into an area where you are at a blind alley, mm-hmm. guess what? There's it's not- always up. Right. You see? And if you can't do that, you can you can kick in a window, a <laughs> exactly. door, do what I have to do. Exactly. So the idea formulated in my mind, that this was a mountain and the idea of climbing the mountain and just you know climb every mountain and forge every stream mm-hmm. you know didn't appeal to me because that is what taking metformin, taking the insulin you know and just doing that that's what that meant to me
0: mm-hmm.
1: now, i determined that i was going to grab my dude you know, be my john henry mm-hmm. and, And then put that John ahead of my first name. Instead of being Henry, I was John Henry. Right. And I was going to grab my hammer and I was going to crush through to the other side to reverse, reduce, and overcome.
0: I like it. I like it. I agree with you. A lot of times you're right. We go, we sit, we wait. And then 10 minutes, they like look at you and then they're like, okay, here you go. Yeah, see you next year. Mm -hmm. But they never really give us a reasoning or... The rationale behind, like, how did you even come up with that? You just looked at me and said, boom, this is what you have.
1: Yeah. Well, the challenge is here that they tell you that it's hereditary. And immediately, what flashed my mind being a little kid and going with my dad to the hospital and they always, or the doctor, and they kind of go through the history. And, you know, we all call it sugar. (laughs) (laughs) sugar (laughs) And the thing about it is, that we never talk about the why, mm-hmm. you know. Even my doctor, it's hereditary; it just runs in the families. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you do about it. Okay, yes, as a whole, African Americans are predisposed mm-hmm. to this illness. Even as Jewish, even as indigenous people, First Nations people of this country, and mm-hmm. Canada, are likewise predisposed. But why? Mm-hmm. And when we look at the lifestyle, we see the reasons why. Mm -hmm. These things are symptomatic. These are symptoms of something that's happening within the the individual and collective lifestyle of people. Mm -hmm.
0: So let's talk about that lifestyle. What about our lifestyles do you feel contributes to, as like you said, my grandmother would say her sugar. Well, here's the thing. Number one, for the past, let's
1: just say, let's go back 50 years, okay, mm-hmm. maybe eight, or maybe 80 years, 50 years or so, what type of lifestyle have we had? Life has become more and more easy in mm-hmm. the sense we're not doing the same physical work that we used to do. Right. You know? And at the same time, we are inundated with highly processed, over prepared, mm-hmm. over salted, over sugared, mm-hmm. uh, psychologically augmented foods mm-hmm. that cause damage to our bodies. Then on top of that, we are in a situation where as a people, in many cases, we don't have access to the farm fresh food. Right. Little boy, I grew up in a neighborhood up in New York city and we had three grocery stores in the town where we got fresh. We could get fresh food. Mm -hmm. We had to open their fresh market. We could go across the bridge and go to another supermarket that had fresh food. Mm -hmm. I went to New York just recently. I was down in Harlem. It is a food desert. All they had were fast food restaurants Mm -hmm. of some sort.
0: Yeah,
1: Because life is so fast. People don't have the room or the time to access farm fresh food. But I'll tell you something, mm-hmm. if you do that, you'll see reduction. Then the other thing, lifestyle means you have to move your muscle. Two things okay. that really take up the most glucose and utilize and metabolize the most glucose in your body, your brain mm-hmm. and your muscle. Okay. So if you're not building muscle, then you're really doing yourself a disservice because you're not utilizing that glucose and it has nowhere to go. And by the way, they call it type two diabetes. Alzheimer's is called type three diabetes now. And what's called type two diabetes is also called insulin resistance. That's the other thing. You don't, okay, if you don't have to, avoid Mm -hmm. accepting the insulin. Mm -hmm. Why? Because your body is already producing as in type two diabetes, type one is a different story. But type 2 diabetes, your body is already producing and overproducing insulin to keep up with the glucose. It's a battle inside. And yeah. here they are giving you more insulin. Mm-hmm. It makes me think of my dad. My dad had gained so much weight. And in addition to the Entenmann's pound cakes and Bryce ice cream he was eating every day, mm-hmm. the doctor put him on insulin. Mm-hmm. Insulin is a growth hormone. It signals the body to store fat. Okay. Here you are, they'll tell you, you know, you need to lose weight. And you take the insulin
0: and you can't. Well, oh, but it's storing the fat, so it's kind of right, <laughs> counteracting. Exactly. Okay. So all these things are. So I refuse the insulin. The
1: metformin, I've been listening to a lot of the uh, longevity information out there. Mm-hmm. And so metformin is, is having some positive roles. People have, that, that don't have any Ill- illnesses but are looking to extend their lives. They're noticing that diabetics, they might be losing their limbs, but they're still living longer. And they're saying, hmm. And they found out that metformin has a, an element in there that actually is conducive to longevity. So you might take a little bit of that right i also know a lot of people use the metformin for weight loss purposes too what i do is i try to limit the amount that i'm taking every day, because if i am going ahead and what i've been and what i did just to get into my journey as far as where i where i am now what i was able to do when i started this journey i started the podcast i started the youtube video crush your mountain and i created the crush method but in doing so the first thing I decided to do was to start to build muscle and change my eating lifestyle. I don't say diet, okay? Because for some reason I try to spell diet. If I leave the T off, that means die. And Mm. I just die. So I Mm. say
0: lifestyle.
1: Mm See what I'm saying? Mm
0: -hmm. And diet always has such a negative connotation. It makes people feel like you're losing something or you're not, you got to sacrifice or suffer. So. Die. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that part.
0: <laughs> see, the, that's why it has a connotation.
1: We never think about what we're spelling and what we're saying, mm-hmm. but deep down inside, it registers. Mm-hmm. It it does. Does. And every time we're doing something, we see and our body's suffering because we're not eating. We're dying. <laughs> You see, but then when you have your eating lifestyle, that means you don't have to do this. You get to do so many things. Mm
0: -hmm. And I feel like when your lifestyle changing, it's a slower process and it's something you can maintain versus like the fad diets where it's just going to, you're going to lose weight. You're going to get healthy, but then you pack back on the pounds as soon as you go back to eating, you know, regular food. Because you're fighting against your body. Right. You're really fighting against
1: your body. You're, you're, you're telling your body is designed the way, okay. And I'm not an evolutionist. I don't, I believe in creation, mm-hmm. okay. There are factors may involved that, but, but the basic thing is I believe there's God, he created us, how, well, that's mechanics. Mm-hmm. But we are designed, our bodies are designed to adapt. And so when we start limiting our foods the way we've been doing, Abides us oh, there's a famine going on. Mm. We need to do something. I need to conserve stuff. I need to conserve my energy. So now you start, when the food starts coming in again. Says, okay, we had a famine just now. This might happen again. Let right. me store back the fat. Let me store this energy just in case we need it. Right. But many of us are instead coming home and we're watching the game or watching Days of Our Lives or mm-hmm. we're watching the game shows, or we're watching Stranger Things, and mm-hmm. we're playing video games, we're doing all of this stuff and then we're eating pig feet and <laughs> all, all that good stuff, right? And <laughs> macaroni and cheese. That's mac, mac and <laughs> cheese, and then make it worse. Make it worse, the food industry knows that it's not about feeling satiated the food industry knows that it's about feeling rewarded. Right. And what they do, they actually they design the foods for optimum reward in your brain. Mm-hmm, here you go.
0: gratification.
1: Yes, so mm-hmm. you know, you, you, hear, you hear them tell you, bet you can't eat just one. <laughs> you know why you can't eat just one? Because they design it so that each chip has a level of flavor
0: mm, okay. so
1: when you okay. have when you might taste one especially those doritos mm-hmm. okay those, those 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 stuff with all that powder and stuff on it <laughs> you know you pick it up you eat one mm, 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 great okay that was good but you eat know wow that was pretty mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. you didn't know that wasn't as good but you know mm-hmm. this one's pretty good so you it keeps you going because you are automatically unbeknownst to yourself searching for the next big hit I
0: could
1: definitely
0: see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never
1: even thought of that. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. And so the food that. industry does all that. And I'm not food industry bashing. Of course, they provide quite a bit of, of services and a lot. But just think about it. Okay. I remember when they were saying, you know, we need to get these vending machines in the schools. And when the individuals are on SNAP, one of the things that they have access to that is paid for, you know, is good old Coca-Cola. Right. You see? Mm -hmm. So they may do great things for the community, but what's the Mm trade-off? see, So the idea is to take control of what you eat. And that's what I did. I sat back and looked at that. I, I availed myself of farm fresh food if I could. And on top of that, I limited the amount I ate every day, and I extended the time from the time I woke up to the time I had my first meal. You see. Mm-hmm. And then I focus on eating protein. Okay. All right. And then after that, I also developed a very quick workout system that I do first thing in the morning. That mm-hmm. has a number of things. Number one, it really gets your brain going and, you, and develops a, your will because when you do this first thing we make it a ritual every morning what happens is your brain you'll feel your mind your brain kind of resisting the activity at first and you keep moving with it you push past that and you and now you are the master mm-hmm. my mother used to quote the uh, poem by i think it's sir ernest william henley i think it was and it said i am the captain of my faith. Mm-hmm. Says, I am the master of my soul. I'm the captain mm-hmm. of my faith. And mm-hmm. when I think about that poem, when it comes to just every morning doing that type of workout, you see, and your brain starts saying, Oh, this is enough. No, you don't want do to And I take charge and say, no, we're getting this done. Your brain says, okay. Mm-hmm. And you start to move. But now what happens is you've had your first victory of the day and your body right. is not moving. You're metabolizing things more effectively and you can keep moving. I have my coffee, my bulletproof coffee, which again, if you have your coffee with a um, with a sweetener that does not affect your blood sugar or something else very important, your microbiome system, mm-hmm. have that, then you you won't break the fast, but you won't feel hungry. You mm-hmm. also sip that throughout the day to cut the sense of hunger. Right, right, okay. So I did all that, and you, said it, it, you say it might take a long period of time. Within 90 days, my doctor was blown away. Nice. My sugar went from sugar, glucose, same thing, went from over 300 down to 93. Wow. And I've maintained it ever since. I have the lowest I've seen it. And this is just, a, and this was just a bad day. when It was like 76, mm-hmm. but it ranges between 88 and the average is between 88 and 120. Nice. So it sounds
0: like the lifestyle change, the change in your eating. And like you said, the exercise and kind of getting your day started with your brain and your muscles moving really helped to decrease your numbers. Absolutely. Okay, I like that. People started asking, man, what are you doing? Because you
1: know, now I have more muscle than I had before. Mm-hmm. And I move with a stronger sense of power, sense of purpose, sense of you know, and awareness. And I've gone to restaurants on the weekends because, hey, I cheat on the weekends. I don't cheat, I treat. Right. You see, because you gotta reward your body and your body feels good and it, and, it, and it lives with it. So stepped into a restaurant one day, and I saw this guy looking at me. He was sitting down. He was looking at me. And I got a little worried. I'm like, <laughs> I, 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 um, I married to a woman and I like You, you know, so but you know, n- nothing, yet, no shade there. <laughs> hey, you know, this is how I am created. Okay. And this guy's looking at me. So my sister was living here at the time. He's like, guys, look at you. I said, yeah, I know. But the guy said, excuse me, sir, oh, how did you get to where you are? How old hmm. are you? Oh, okay. Stop telling. He says, "I need that help." hmm And again, you know, working with the company that I work with, I stepped into. I, I, I happened to run into a person who was a, who was delivering some some raw materials. And again, he says, "Hey, can I ask you a question?" I said, "What's going on?" Yes, "How how you get that? How do you do all that?" And then my coworkers were asking me, "Hey." How do you do? How did you do that? I mean, you lost a lot of weight, and you—I mean, you look good before, but you look amazing now. You've lost a lot of weight. Listen, how did you do that? And that told me. I said, you know what? People need the help. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. need the guidance. Mm-hmm. And so you know how to get it done. Yeah. So I started studying, uh, studying to become a certified health and life coach. I've been a minister uh, since 1982. I've uh, been an elder uh, congr- in the congregations that I served in since 1996. So being a, a, helping individuals on, on a, in terms of life challenges was just natural to me. Nice, nice.
0: And so so- with everything you do, I'm very big on morning routines. So I, I love that you get your muscles and your mind moving because I'm very big on how you start your day, kind of predicts how your day is going to go. So with everything you do, what is it that you do for yourself as far as self-care? Because I also feel like in getting your body right and your mind right and your health right, you have to put some self-care in, in there as well. What does that look like for you?
1: Well, self-care is a range of issues, range of topics or a range of, of actions. First of all, your self-care starts with what you do each morning. So I'm mm-hmm. up in the morning. Exactly. Uh, my routine is this: I, I'm up, and the first thing I the first thing I do, I do some dips, and I do or basic or some sort of squats, basic air squats, mm-hmm. and arm movements just to get the body and brain engaged. Mm-hmm. After that, I'll do a five to ten minute meditation, just to settle my mind. And after that, I go back and I then I grab some dumbbells and I start doing my my what I call the heavy squats. Okay. After I do my heavy squats, I now I'm, I set those down and I actually take my time and do the what I call the power stance. And power, you'd be surprised. I've, i I learned NLP years ago and I work with that. And I will tell you, your physiology affects your psychology and your biology. You can stand in certain positions and actually increase your testosterone. Mm-hmm. Guys,
0: listen up. <laughs>
1: And women, and in fact, I'll tell you what for women, okay, women of a certain age, Mm -hmm. you might want to share this with your younger your younger sisters, okay. You remember Wonder Woman? Remember that pose that she used to take, okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, Further back in time, when things were black and white, all right, and we didn't have an internet and all that good (laughs) stuff, there was Superman. He had the same pose when the bulls Uh, are flying. Yeah, Giants has found. That when you take that stance and you hold it for two minutes, mm-hmm. your, your 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 testosterone shoots up in your body. You'll have an overwhelming sense oh. of well-being and confidence. I tell you, the sisters. I tell you, brothers. Take the time.
0: Gonna
1: be my new stance. <laughs> yeah, get that stance going. <laughs> well, I take that stance, and I have um I have some music playing, and I take that stance. And when the music reaches a certain point, that's when I jump down and I do my push-ups. And only because I have a time constraint, I do 100 a day. Okay. And, then, and I work myself up there. I didn't do that initially, but there's a way that I work with my clients. I help mm-hmm. them to get there. And amazingly, I can literally do pretty much nonstop about 150 to 200. Mm-hmm. But I limited it to 100 push-ups mm-hmm. because that stimulates my muscles at this point, And I don't have a whole lot of time and I have to jump up and start doing my crunches or what I call my knee tucks, and then after I do my knee tucks, I grab some dumbbells, I do my shoulder lifts, and after that, I do my chair dips, and I'm done. It's
0: about half an hour. Okay, so you have a pretty good morning routine that gets your day going, and gets your muscles and your mind going.
1: On a spiritual level, the other thing, that the things I do, because you, you have to have your spirituality, I'm one of Jehovah's Witnesses, so I always do my I always do my Bible reading. I do my mm-hmm. text every morning. Mm-hmm. And before I leave, my, my boy wife is asleep, but we but I go and I wake her up gently mm-hmm. and we um we pray. Nice. I love it. And, you know, so now I take so now I, when I go out to take my drive in the mornings, I'm making sure that I I'm making sure that I have my prayers going. Mm-hmm. And that, then the day kind of starts and I'm listening to all the crazy stuff that's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. But um, I listen not with the trepidation and frustration. I listen just out of interest to see, that, to see, to get an idea of how things, where things are in the stream of time.
0: Mm-hmm. I love it. Yes. love it. Thank you so much for this conversation. I think Thank it's you. been very helpful. I've learned a lot myself. I'm definitely going to put all your links in the show notes so that people can reach out to you for services. And what would be your last piece of advice for everyone?
1: Well, two things. Number one, understand that the doctor is not your boss. Mm -hmm. He is your teammate Mm -hmm. in your journey for health. So you have to take charge. Okay, you have to take charge. I agree. Mm -hmm. And number two, and This is what I say on my on my YouTube channel. And in closing, each time, don't just climb your
0: mountain, crush
1: through it. And
0: I will see you next time. I love it. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming in. I greatly appreciate it. This has been awesome.
1: Gladly, and you know, look forward to talking with you. And hopefully, um, you know, anyone that would like to that like to work with me personally, uh, we can have a chat. And you can see the diabetes weight loss on Instagram or hangster OG on Instagram those okay. are those my channels. and uh, you can always send me a text DM me. The best way to reach out to me is that, or you can find me on Facebook and message me that way uh, because I'm more apt to respond my um, website while it's there, it's going to be revamped. I am going. I might take that in a different direction. So mm-hmm. I'd rather go ahead and do it that way. Most of my people, we get together, and I send them a link for us to have an appointment, and we talk, and we see where we are. Awesome.
0: awesome. Well, all of that will be in the show notes for people to reach out to you. Hey, listen, thanks a whole lot. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Purple Butterfly Podcast. And a special thank you to my guests. Join me weekly to continue the conversation about self-care, overall wellness, mental health, and so much more. If you're interested in learning more about self-care and overall wellness, be sure to check out Inner U Clinical Services, LLC, on both Instagram and Facebook, as well as my website, www.innerullc.com. You can also find me on LinkedIn at Danielle Turner. Until next time, remember, self-care is not selfish. It is necessary. Make yourself a priority and take care of you.